What's up, everybody? This is Judith Hank. I hope you're listening to Mad Love. Let's get into it. Quiet night. My mom slept most of the night. Did not want to put on a Depends. Uh, my caregiver taught me a trick yesterday. I used it twice. Uh, the first time, not as successfully. But the second time, super successful. Can't believe I'm yawning. So sorry. Did not yawn on the whole drive to work. Sorry. Uh, but... Uh, just a few minutes ago when my mom had to go to the bathroom, just rip that thing off. Because if you negotiate with her and this depends, uh, it takes much, much longer. But she wouldn't allow me to put one on her, which was weird because she stood up and pulled an imaginary one up for like a minute. I had ripped it off and she's steady like arranging the thing. I mean, the mind is uh, an amazing thing. So now the thing is in the trash can. She's pulling it up. So then I go and get her a new one to put on in the bed. And she's like, leave me alone. No, no, please, please. And I'm like, you just stood there and pulled the imaginary one up for a minute. Here's a real one. She was not having it. So then um, my caregiver arrived and then I, I left. So crazy. But I got sleep the whole night. I had dreams and everything. So I'm still exhausted. So I still get to yawn. And I'm not going to edit it out. So good luck. (laughs) Um, Like I said, this is my low production value podcast. There will come a time where I'll be able to have a staff and we'll do a produced show and we'll have guests and we'll do all this stuff. But, you know, because obviously this is a medium I'm comfortable with. I like it. I I feel like I'm pretty good at it, but, uh, you know, this is not that time yet because this is a lot. So, uh, it's a lot to do. You guys know how busy I am. So, um, anyway, we had a decent dementia night, a decent Alzheimer's night. She really slept. So that was good. Um, it feels like she's taking a turn. Like, her 87th birthday is literally a month away. And I feel like she looked at me and tried to form a word, could not. There's some kind of disconnect. And this is how she was in the hospital. So this is why we were like, okay, hospice seems appropriate. And then she got home and got sleep and got more verbal and got, you know, more of herself. She recognized me. And things of that nature. But for the last 24 to 48 hours, it's been a lot less of that. And more not putting together sentences. More, um, less being a three, four-year-old and more being like a two-year-old, three-year-old. You know, just before they start to be able to verbalize what they want. So, yeah, protect your brain. That is the lesson of of the day. I can't tell you how to do it. I'm not a doctor. I tell you what I do. Um, I heard from a doctor I respect that mushrooms help your brain every day. Every time you eat mushrooms, you help your brain. So I eat mushrooms almost every day now. Uh, I don't drink very often. Uh, you could probably call me a non-drinker. Uh, I definitely don't do drugs. Um, I'm not into recreational drugs at all in any way. Um, I try to exercise. These last two months have been really rough because the dementia has, especially after the fall, everything sort of stops 
around January 3rd or 4th, but I'm optimistic that uh, I will be able to get, oh, sorry, sorry, so sorry, some small piece of my life back, so we'll see, but as you can see, I'm exhausted. I got one night of good sleep in the last two weeks, so I'm still running at a little bit of a deficit. So forgive me, but I'm so comfortable with you guys. I just relax when I get on my podcast. All right. So anyway, uh, I was thinking about it like the Oprah thing. I honestly don't know. She might be so arrogant that she does not check, um, the internet or doesn't know what people say about her. But when she was trying to raise that money for Hawaii, and at the same time, she was buying up property for Hawaii, of Hawaii during that fire. Like she owns, for someone who's not a native, she owns like a ton of Hawaiian property. And there's some rumor that they wanted to develop Lahaina or Lahaina, however you say it. And... Um, she was one of the people who would stand to benefit, you know, because, um, you know, cause she's just buying, she's one of the largest property owners on Maui, you know? And so people are really not cool with that. She also didn't allow an access road on one of her properties to let the fire people through or to let people through. That seems sinister. Then she gets online and asks, for donations with The Rock. Now, I'm not mentioning that they're going to put up any money. They're just begging other people for money. And it's like, why would you do that? And then she got turned away from a shelter because she was trying to film in the shelter. These people have just been through a trauma. If you can't film it, you mean you you don't really want to help people? And then you got to show us pictures of you helping people because I think they wound up sneaking a camera in there's Oprah handing out plates there's Oprah talking to a family and it's like this is fucking weird you're a long way from the little heavyset girl who was molested in Mississippi you know uh or wherever she was harmed I want to say it was either Nashville or Mississippi I think she was born in in a state I in a city I can't pronounce but uh you know, I there's something that happened. I used to like her show. I found her to be more organic and authentic back then. And even though if you didn't like her show, she seemed like she was more of a normal person. And then there was a switch somewhere in the late 2000s. I mean, she really started um, not the late 2000s, like the around 2009, 2010. You know, you could just see. And then she brought on like Dr. Phil and. He had a show for 20 years, and then Dr. Oz had a show for 20 years. And I I found value in both of those shows at times. I I don't think, Dr. Phil tells you, don't substitute his judgment for your own. Um, He had his own style. Um, Is it kind of dangerous to not really be a licensed psychologist anymore (laughs) and you're on TV doling out uh, answers? I think there were topics that he hit on that nobody else would hit on. And, and, um, And some of it wasn't, you know, wasn't bad. I mean, some of it was kind of goofy, but some of it wasn't bad. Uh, Dr. Oz had a lot of value when he was actually doing doctor things. Now, there was a point in St. Louis where his show wasn't broadcast for the last several years. But I found Dr. Mark Hyman on that show. 
who is one of my favorite doctors to read for nutrition and health issues. You know, he's a functional medicine doctor. And I mean, I don't I don't understand this iteration of Dr. Oz, whatever he's doing. But, um, you know, it is what it is. But a lot of people do not like Oprah. They have a lot of receipts. She was on television a long time. And uh, people are thinking she's on this Olympic stuff. And, you know, because she struggled to lose weight. You remember she brought out that vat of meat? I lost all this weight. And then, like, she gained it all back. I mean, that's got to be hard to do on TV, you know, because menopause slaps the weight on you. I mean, I I don't even really enjoy eating all that much, and I just keep gaining weight. <laughs> it's like I'll fix it when I get a chance to think about it because right now everything is running through my mom's care. And I'm sure that's part of it. But, you know, those hormones kick in and menopause kicks in. And, you know, because it happens to women, there's absolutely no innovation. Uh, no one seems to have done anything um, to to help us. Um, and bioidentical hormones sound intriguing. But, you know, they're like $600 a pop and you have to get them at least twice a year. You know, a lot of people don't have, I mean, insurance covers nothing that you really need. Let's be honest. Big Pharma has tied up insurance for nonsense. You know, everything that's really helpful to you, you probably have to pay out of pocket, which is expensive. So anyway, but I mean, I don't know. There's something going on with her. There's something that doesn't seem, I don't know. I'm not, I don't know. But Oprah needs to... uh, either stop ignoring her publicist or hire a better team that scours the internet because the internet hates her. She needs to go back and sit down in the woods where she interviews all these people and just be quiet and stop trying to be a a figure because the damage that this uh, color purple thing has done. First of all, her movie career was always suspect. She was never a movie star. She wasn't the star of the color purple. She, that was her first big role. She clearly wanted to be an actress and she did a good job with that role, but it was Whoopi's movie. And it's like, is your ego that big? Are you that insecure? Are you that narcissistic? I don't know, but I used to find value in her show at times. And now I just wish she would fade away. These, these egotistical folks, you're almost 70 years old. Just go sit down somewhere. We don't need you to be the beacon of anything for humanity. Most people think you you worship the devil or something anyway. They all think she's in the Illuminati and, and molesting folks. They do. I'm not making it up. You should look up, look at shit up. Type Oprah into TikTok. Type Oprah into YouTube. Um, you're going to find a lot of stuff. Oprah and girl school. Um, And there's some woman who swears, I think she went missing, who tried to speak out about the abuse in the girls' school. But there's been a lot of documented cases of abuse in Oprah's girls' school. And plus, I was always suspicious of that anyway. Why do you need to open a school in South Africa? There's plenty of opportunities to open a school in America, if that's really your jam, is helping kids. So, I don't know. But she she is not reading the room. And she needs to take a break. People are over these celebrities and over their abuse of power. And that includes all of them. 
I've heard more people who who traditionally vote Democrat be done with Biden, uh, Nancy Pelosi. Once you start reading about this stuff, it's like, okay, they're all corrupt. I mean, Nancy Pelosi is clearly insider trading, clearly. And like I told you, the worst offender is some lady I never heard of. And she's grown her wealth exponentially in the last five or six years. And she's also a Democrat. I mean, it's just like, this is out of control, you know. And right now, in, when you start talking about government, it's like asking the inmates to guard the jail. I mean, they're not that interested in it. That doesn't serve them. So we're in a, a curious time, you know, and I'm tired of people talking about, um, you know, the economy is going to shrink. It's going to crash. Of course it is. Uh, why are they telling us this like it's not been obvious when you start losing nearly 70 million of the consumers, of course your market is about to shrink up. It's not the 50s. Those kids all grew up. All of those families that were created right after World War II, they're all now they're old and dying. And they're not consumers. They're I mean they're not producers anymore. They're consumers. They're not buying any more pickup trucks. They're not building any more houses. Um, And that's partly why they're letting all these refugees in, because we know that there's not enough people under the baby boomers. I think it's ridiculous some of the stuff that they get just for being a, you know, somebody, an immigrant. You know, it's like there are things that they're getting access to that people who live here, you know, don't get access to, like shelter, you know, but it's just... I fully believe that's why they've opened up the borders, because they're concerned uh, about the numbers. And then you look at countries like Italy, which are just dying off because the young people move out of Italy. You know, uh, it's, it's fascinating. You really have to read this stuff on your own because they keep telling you about bricks and all these places that are going to be superpowers. India is not prepared to be a superpower. I watched this guy on YouTube and he's just traveling around India. He was like, it's just really, really dirty and poor. And the people are the nicest they can be. But it's hard to imagine this is a superpower country like animals eating in the street, cows shitting in the street because cows are sacred there. So they just shit in the street and um, there are no paved streets. (laughs) It was like. This is, it's a lot of people. Yes, they have a lot of people, but a lot of them don't have very much money. It's not, it does not look like mm, anything remotely close to America. No paved streets, no indoor plumbing. It didn't look like, it was rough. So I'm not prepared. I'm not saying I know all about the world or all about India because I watch some YouTube videos, but it does inform my opinion about other countries trying to be superpowers because if you listen to or read any of these people who study this stuff everybody has the same problem most of the populations are just too old and India looks intriguing because the population is so young however there is no structure uh, for wealth and growth and amongst the people 
uh, there. It, it looks like you can, there are people who do live well, but they are way, way, way below the majority. So I don't know. We, uh, the world has the same problem. Everybody's just too fucking old. And then because we live in such a society dominated by money, you know, people just didn't have the same amount of kids. So it's going to be fascinating. Yes, everything's going to shrink up. I saw that, uh, you know, I also think these electric cars are scams. Uh, These sub-zero temperatures, this Arctic blast has just killed a bunch of Teslas. So they did a new story in in, uh, Chicago where the Arctic blast just, killed the charging stations so all these people were just been waiting for days to get their cars charged you know you could sit there in those freezing temperatures for 10 hours and your car still isn't charged i mean this is a big commercial why not to get one it just is um especially if you can't get a charger in your house yeah uh, that's that's ridiculous i think it's been a huge scam i think elon musk is a scam He's a, you know, I wouldn't call him a snake oil salesman, but there's something about him that's not quite right. I know he's on the spectrum, but there's something about his, he's just not somebody I want to look to for knowledge. That's all. So now all these EVs, now people are backing out of them. Ford is now stuck. Ford may go out of business. They committed so hard to the electric vehicle and now it's just becoming so untenable, they may actually disappear. Electric vehicles may be the reason why a 150-year-old company disappears. <laughs> That's called a scam. And when you read about them, so I did do, I went for a ride in a hybrid BMW. I did the BMW experience over the summer. And I will say the hybrid was really fun to ride and drive in. But I never want a fully electric vehicle, you know. It's still a BMW. I mean, you hit the pop, bam, and I mean, that man hit that gas, and I was like, oh, shit. Um, But, yeah, they're fun to drive, but it was a hybrid, which means you can drive it and occasionally have to add gas, but it'll regenerate itself, you know. Uh, I don't. I haven't heard about exorbitant repairs for those, but now you've got Teslas that are, are getting up there in age, and now they're starting to break down and they need stuff. Go on YouTube and look at some of the videos of Teslas on fire. I mean, they don't just burn a little bit. These people cannot put these fires out. They burn down to the to the wheel wells, like the rims, like just nothing's left. And that's problematic. How did how did that get by any kind of car guide on safety? You gotta be on. You gotta be on point. You gotta be paying attention. There's just too many scams going on, and they look legit. It's sort of like there's a lot of people out here who are straight up demonic, and they look normal and legit, but they not. You gotta be smart. You gotta just pay attention. Pay attention. We are. We have given a lot of our attention away. And and I don't know what you watch on TikTok, but I watch a lot of uh, health stuff. I watch a lot of political stuff. I I connect some dots. TikTok is deep, and I think that's why they don't want you to watch it. Maybe the Chinese government is spying on us, but also maybe there's stuff on there that you would never see in the mainstream media because they just pretend like it's not happening because all these same people own the mainstream media, and they just want to keep you 
in the dark. So you owe it to yourself to get news however you get news. Read, learn, examine issues. I don't know. This this electric car sound like a scam to me. $60,000 for a battery. And if this thing catches fire in my house, which they have done, it will burn down my whole house. They can spontaneously get caught on fire and uh, there's the fire department cannot put it out. There's no, there's nothing that they can do to put the thing out. There's, that's a problem. And I get, again, how did that even escape somebody's uh, radar? So that's the note of the day. Pay attention. Don't just give your attention away and don't just let anybody get in your head, including me. Vet everything you listen to. Go look it up for yourself. Uh, you know, question everything as much as possible. And like I was telling one of my friends the other day, listen, these stars, we don't know these people. We do not know these people. We give them all the attention in the world. We give them all of our our uh, trust. And they haven't earned it. I don't care that you've made a record or two that I like or... I watched your reality show or your movie was funny. That doesn't mean you get to tell me to go get a vaccine that we don't know what the fuck's in it. How, what qualifies you to do that? I'm telling you, we just need to ask more questions. I'm not saying be rude and nasty about it, but it's okay to be like, nah, chief, you need to explain some more. I, I'm not satisfied with that explanation. That's how I'm going to say it from here on out. You need to explain some more. Because I'm not satisfied with that explanation. (laughs) That's funny. All right, everybody. Take care. Thank you for listening. Continue to like, subscribe, share. You guys are the best. I appreciate you when I get a chance, which is a tired and lame excuse, but it is a good one. I'm definitely going to commit to growing this podcast because I love doing it. And why not meet more people like you guys who listen to it? Let's, Let's just form a mighty nation and be on our own. Uh, the mad mad love nation because I'm telling you it's some crazy shit going on and nobody will tell you I'm not sure why nobody will tell you if your family member or somebody you love gets gets Alzheimer's you're on your own and a lot of people will be very well-meaning well there's all these resources but there there's not there's not a lot of resources there's not so get yourself a book uh, get yourself a group, figure out of your siblings who can and will help you. If you don't have any siblings, and I know a lot of only kid, only children, uh, you know, get your endurance up, take care of your brain, get your health right, because this is going to take everything you got. Because it ain't no help, and the cavalry ain't coming. And I think that's going to be true for all the diseases. Hospitals and insurance have put themselves in a position to only help acute crises. You know, broken arm, got you. Anything long-term chronic, you're on your own. And if your loved one has cancer, hope it goes quick so the hospital can help you. Otherwise, you're at home uh, doing this on your own. You're on your own. Cori Bush says she loves her. St. Louis, your congresswoman loves you. And I'm sure the government would say something corny like that, too. But I don't think they do. I don't think anybody loves us because we are out here on our own, period, point blank. 
And that's okay, because I'm actually a very independent person. So it works out. I just hate thinking I have help and it ain't there. Because more and more people are like, you should call some of you. There are so many resources. And it's a lie. There's no resources. The resource is you. So save your coins. Get your pockets right. And get ready. And I don't know who needs to hear that and what it means. It may be for a parent. It may be for yourself. It may be for a loved one. Maybe for a spouse. Whatever it is. Um, but have your health strategy ready. Because... All these people are going to smile at you and tell you what's available, but it ain't there. So don't get got. Have an amazing weekend. Thank you for listening. I've got nothing but mad love and respect for you. I appreciate you. And we'll talk again soon. Peace. Mm-hmm.